Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Phil with us. Hello, Phil. Hello, John. Thanks for joining us. Yep, no props. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your, your business. Um, yeah, I started um, my business, 2020 Enterprises, back in 2009. And uh, it was after a fairly long spell working in the telecom sector. Um, along, along the road, I had, I had considered um, sort of self-employment. Um, and some of my options were to uh, to go contracting, but I'd, I'd never done it until 2009. And um, the opportunity came up to, to work with a company. I had a choice of, of uh, going on their books or going in as a freelance uh, limited company. Um, so I quickly set up a limited company. Um, and to this day, I've been fairly successful at achieving contracts in the same sector. So still within the telecommunications sector, um, and generally around project management, um, middle and senior management within SMEs, etc. Uh, but my current current role sees me uh, transitioning at the moment into a scrum master, project scrum master from a conventional infrastructure PM, um, which actually hopefully will do me some good uh, in the longer term future. So whilst it's been a, an interesting journey. Um, the recent events with COVID-19 have, have sort of forced me to think hard about what I want to do in the future. So I think changing direction slightly, adding some skills to the portfolio will help me um, maintain that continuity of business. And I think that's true uh, in life generally, isn't it? That uh, you always need to make sure your skills are up to date and make sure you're, what you're doing is not dated and you're keeping up with the times. Yeah, remaining relevant. So um, I think my, my career has traversed uh, various elements of telecommunications technology, um, you know, big style, wide scale decommissioning as well for the t- TV broadcast industry. Uh, um, broadband technologies have been evolving. I've been working across those, but also uh, some of the other areas have included um, say more pure telecommunications uh, and more recently as trends have, have changed and automation and orchestration start to come into interview for telecommunications I've moved more towards software project management so that side of my life um, is evolving however you never forget where you came from and uh, quite often my skills will have to turn to just dealing with normal logistical items so i can i can do anything from uh, managing stores right through to uh, managing complex installations or decommissioning type tasks i've got quite a wide range of skills but all of it's about arranging projects uh, getting people together trying not, not to get too involved in the detail and calling on the smes to let them play in position <laughs> excellent and, and it is one of those things in life isn't it that um one skill set from one area of your life really does help and assist another area. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, if you've um, spent a long time as I have right from um, the early days when I was involved 
in some research and development and design, um, mainly within hardware, but early days of software programming. Um, some of those things never leave you. So the guys I speak to at the moment are working with quite advanced uh, DevOps type environments for software programming. I, I usually have to bring them back to my level of understanding. But at the same time, whilst I'm doing that, I'm also capturing information that would be transferable to a different audience. So in uh, in the corporate world, quite often the accountants are uh, very much in charge of what gets spent and an accountant won't, won't necessarily know uh, too much about the comms. So you have to be able to convert, convert the language across different fields. Yes. So a scrum master sounds like a great title. Uh, what is it? Well, my wife thinks it's, uh, I'm going to end up with some sort of bandana and a, a wooden stick and go <laughs> beating people. But essentially, um, working in um, agile project delivery um, involves working with subject matter experts and someone has to pull that together. So the notion of um, being a scrum leader, a scrum master, uh, you're kind of at the centre of, of all the events um, in itself you are you do become the orchestrator of the project but you also um, become more of a servant to the team with the team uh, team's expertise being focused pretty much continually on delivering um, software changes uh, but needing doors opening and and things unblocking uh, along the journey the scrum master becomes a one-size-fits-all uh, project delivery come manager uh, for the whole piece so you are less of an expert again which is actually a theme for the whole lot uh, try not to get bogged down too much in the detail but understand enough of it to be able to help out and, and unblock stuff and communicate uh, both upwards and downwards so it's it is really building on a lifetime of uh, experience um, and I guess there's people going in younger people going into that that industry um, a lot of well-qualified people with master's degrees, etc. <clears throat> but uh, I, I guess my compliment is is that I have a lot of experience, um, certainly with people um, and with situations and breaking the rules quite often to get stuff done. All legal, of course, but um, not afraid to sort of step out of the out of the norm, you know. So it sounds like you're going through a balance of the left brain, logical, mathematical, data-driven processes and balancing that with a wealth of experience, which we could maybe call intuitive pattern hunting. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you, you, don't, you don't often realize how much experience you build up um, over a lifetime. Um, and so whilst some of your early stuff, I've got a, what I call a poor man's degree in HND and electronics and telecommunications. Um, but I've probably got, you know, a, a good wealth of knowledge. So, you know, I'm familiar with education nowadays and uh, a degree um, pushing through to a master's is a, a hard slog for someone, say, in their uh, late teens, early 20s. Um, but 30 years of uh, you know, covering a, a lot of different aspects in all walks of life and the, the social kind of uh, experience that you gain on that journey, um, you know, managing large teams, um, the, the piece where you're 
a consultant, perhaps an expert in some fields, uh, but sometimes you are just a, a sounding board. So being able to, I think, turn your hand to a lot of different things um, is a benefit of a, a lifetime's experience. So it's, it seems like a good idea to pull on that lifetime experience. So what tips would you maybe have for as business owners that they could apply on their day-to-day running? I think um, so flipping back to, I guess what I've got is a, is a limited company that enables me to hire myself out um, and possibly additional workers at times, um, invoicing through a tax-efficient system. Um, I think at, at the top of it all is being able to, if you run a, a small business like mine, you are able to maximise your um, maximise your income, um, and that's by understanding the taxation systems. Um, you know, everyone everyone has to pay tax, but you can also um, achieve good income by making sure you invest in your your business through uh, investment in training um, in the right computer uh, computer systems maybe your accommodation for your home base office um, is a priority um, and it's really I think how you want to um, manage your your whole outlook and and your employment and your life how that fits in with with your life and for some people they may actually want to work sort of six to nine months of the year and whilst that may be hard work um, if you tailor it right you can choose yourself to have perhaps a uh, your self-imposed furlough for the winter um, or you may wish to take a summer break but maintaining continuity of income for me has been quite important over my whole life and I've still been able to manage that um whilst building and maintaining a limited company for you know over a decade now and it's it, i surprised myself actually at uh how that continuity has um appeared to be so easily maintained but i think i achieved that by making sure i have not only an existing customer and client i'm working for but two or three other leads that i'm always um i'm always keeping warm so uh, Whilst uh, I'm not an absolute specialist by any means, um, my generalist attitude and reliable um, delivery methodology means that I'm, I'm still fairly in demand, which is a bit of a surprise. But I think for anyone that really doesn't want to purely work for a single employer for the whole of their working life, it's an opportunity to craft and um, manage their career and have a bit more input to what they do for a living and you still have you always have a customer so it's, it's important to note that whilst you may not have a direct employer you still have uh, people that pay your um, pay your invoices and uh, they are effectively customers so you start to look at life in a different way yes so you effectively thinking you're designing your income and maximizing the return on that I go, what is it I Absolutely. want for my business? What is, how do I yeah. want to live? Where do I want to spend my time? Yes, there's a lot, there's a lot about that. Um, for some people, um, saving towards retirement may be key. For some people, having immediate um, income um, and the ability to take 
on holiday breaks and pay for those um, may be really important. I think you have more flexibility um, and you're able to work in the chosen field. Uh, certain fields of, of industry may uh, be on the ebb. If you're a permanent employee, you'll, uh, you're pretty much stuck with that without changing your job as such, whereas a contractor could choose to take a, take a role in a different field. I think the work I've done... Um, I see me with less assignments than many people. I, I do have some good continuity. Um, some of the rules around contracting have changed. So, you know, we're, we're starting to see limitations of such as two years being imposed. Um, but generally, I've had good continuity, um, pretty solid uh, work board. I've no issues with uh, things like credit that you, you'd imagine uh, that a contractor would have. Um, it's it's not been difficult in that sense. I think the only thing I'd I'd warn people of is that you know don't be too complacent. Um, you're always uh, always really looking at what you're doing over the next period. Contracts typically are thirty, sixty, and ninety days. Um, unusually, they're longer. But you're you're effectively for people that don't like to be uncertain about the next period um, and may not want to choose this type of industry or this type of um, work approach. So it's not yes. like having a normal, let's say a standard business, a, a shop that sells things. Your shop is actually yourself and you're selling your services to those that wish to buy it. So if there's somebody who's listening to this and maybe would like to ask you some questions or is in need of a scrum master, how would they contact you, Phil? Um, they can come through, I don't know if you've got a route through the uh, Federation of Small Businesses that you can fill some, some queries like that for me, John. Uh, not yet, it's in development. We, there's an app coming that will um, sort of help search for um, different providers and services. Uh, but at the moment, um, do you have a website or? No, I've never worried about it because oh, okay. I've, never had to, I've never had to advertise. So okay. my... Uh, my route to business is through through connections and contacts. So I use LinkedIn to a degree, um, and I had some sales and uh, business development work in the, in the middle of this lot. When I started, I did have a website, but I just did, I'd never needed it because what I sell is I sell myself and my own services. But you know, if someone wants to um, email me, um, they can do that off the back of my email. Do you want me to give that to you now? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so it's philip with one L dot Smith Diamond, S M I T H D Y M O T T at NTLworld.com. Excellent. And then that's a demonstration of running a business under your own terms and not doing something just because somebody says you have to have a website. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing your story and your insights with us, Phil. Okay, thanks very much, John. Speak to you soon. Thank you. And if you know of any uh, business owners uh, or entrepreneurs, that'd be great to be interviewed. Do let me know, Phil. Will do. Uh, this is John Cassie Rice. This has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And until next time, talk to you soon. Bye, Phil. Bye-bye, John. The Federation of Small Businesses, with practical help for business owners such as cyber protection, when it comes to cyber risk, FSB cyber protection is more important than ever. 
Cyber Protection gives you access to both the helpline and an insurance designed to support and protect your business at no extra cost. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.